Hear that? Well, that was a scene at the Afropop Worldwide Showcase Extravaganza at South by Southwest in Austin, Texas. Well, yes, we had big plans for the 2020 edition. Twelve bands on two stages at Tacoba, a club amid the chatter, hubbub and laughter of a city that lives to celebrate live music. Instead, well... Georges Collinet with you on Afropop Worldwide from PRX. As you know, the entire South by Southwest festival was cancelled due to the ongoing coronavirus pandemic. But here in Radio Land, we don't have to settle for crickets. We're going to hear music from our artists on a special edition of our program, South by Southwest 2020, a virtual showcase. Si es que me ven llorando, amigos, discúlpenme, por favor. We kick off with music from Medellín, Colombia. This is La Fragua. Quiero tanto y tanto, pero me tocó perder. Y ahora tengo que olvidarla también y arrancarla de mi alma y mi ser. Y de aquel amor que quema en mi piel, que no quede nada. Que no quede huella, que no, que no, que no quede huella. Porque estoy seguro que tú, mi amor, ya ni me recuerdas. Que no quede huella, que no. Que no quede huella, porque estoy seguro que tú, mi amor, ya ni me recuerdas. Que no quede huella de ti, ni de los besos que te di, para convencerme que yo ya te perdí. music from Colombia's La Fragua, one of the groups scheduled to appear at the 2020 Afropop Showcase at South by Southwest. Georges Collinet with you, and I'm joined now, remotely, by the man who was all set to MC our showcase, the one and only Banning Air. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Afropop Worldwide Showcase here at Tacoba. We've got a great lineup for you tonight. But Banning, Banning, wait a minute. Haven't you heard the showcase was canceled? I know, George. I just had to say that. 
truth is I'm sitting here at Afropop Central in Connecticut, reaching out to our showcase artists over Skype. Any luck? Yeah, actually. I've been speaking with artists in South Africa, Haiti, Portugal, and just this morning, I reached Nigerian-born Lady Donnelly from her current sanctuary in Toronto. This is a hit track from her debut album, Enjoy Your Life. Good advice for those of us in lockdown. Yeah, true enough. This song is called Cash. And to give you an idea of Lady Donnelly's stature in Nigeria, this song's remix features Nigerian superstar Davido. Cleveland, but like I grew up in Abuja, Nigeria. I went to school in UK to have a law degree. I started coming to Toronto like quite often because um, this was like the first city I ever toured in, so like it's, it's special to me. I like to move around a lot, so like it's either I'm here, I'm in Abuja, or I'm in Lagos, or I'm in London. Initially, like I was making a lot of soul music, like neo soul, because I love Erica Badu, I love Macy Gray, Jill Scott, like those guys are like they're up there for me. But as time has progressed, I've become more into Afrobeat, um, what people call world music as well, highlight music. Just because it felt so rooted, you know, growing up and hearing these sounds, these are the sounds I mostly heard around me. Um, when I go to my state of origin, like the state my dad's from, and um, go to the churches there, like even like just those traditional sounds, the guitars, or the drumming, you know, it's, it's different. So like I started exploring those types of sounds. And the more I was away from home, the more I felt like I needed to connect with home. One song we surely would have heard on the showcase is Corner. The video dramatizes the sex for grade scandal that's been rocking Nigerian schools and colleges lately. Corner is kind of like my take on high life. It's very swinging the way that high life music could be. But it also has that element of R&B soul because on the song I feature Van Jess, who are like Nigerian-American, but like they're primarily um, R&B artists. So like they add a nice twist. So people think it's a love song, but like it's not a love song. It's just about taking shortcuts. So like Kona Kona is like taking a shortcut in Nigeria. It's like, so of course, Kona Kona, you just want to use me, dude. Play Kona Kona, they're trying to play me, which is like a very Nigerian thing, using Kona Kona to get what you want. But it's such a fun song. You know, like as an artist, you listen to somewhere, you get tired of your music. But I can play Kona over and over again. Now all the DJs wanna play me They wanna play Lady Donnelly 
like I'm a steady They wanna finish all my money. I'm not gonna let it go. If you don't say, you know the story, yo. You know, go let it go. Donnelly is a Christian house with roots in both the north and south of Nigeria. And the lead track on her album, Enjoy Your Life, takes inspiration from church music back home. The song is Zaman Lafia. When I was little, I'd go to Hausa churches in my village where I come from. And there's like the main choir, we sing in Hausa, and then there's the traditional choir. In English, it's called Fellowship of Women. Older women, younger women. And they'd come out with drums, you know, traditional drums, screaming, chanting, doing all these chants. And I was always so fascinated by it. That was my favorite part of church. I'd wait for that to happen and I'd sneak out. And I always told myself that when I was making my first album, I wanted the introduction of the album to be a song from the Women's Fellowship. Well, me and one of my brothers, we wrote the song together. And then he went to a church and he got the younger women from that fellowship to record the hook. So Zaman Lafia means live in peace. It's a call and response. The call is, okay, what do we want? Response is, we want to live in peace. Northern Nigeria, there's so much going on. Boko Haram, there's so much happening. And it's just like, at the end of the day, what do we want? We just want to live in peace. That's beautiful, Lady Donnelly. One of the major features of the showcase we put together for South by Southwest was a set of contemporary acts from Ghana. Safcom Entertainment has been managing top Ghanaian acts since 2012, and they were bringing five of them to our stages. La Mem Gang, Kitty, Bisak Dei R2Bs, and King Promise. Here's a pair of recent tracks from La Mem Gang, and then R2Bs. Man, cool hip life from Accra, just for you. Mama, fly you out with my 
girl, then no control. Yeah. I say, all for you, girl, baby, all for you, girl. No, say a bad man die for you, girl. Tell you, say, I need you in my life. Can she dress? Learn. Boy, I'm an angel. Michiano will be just your single. Can we mingle? You know how the tingle. Baby girl, it takes two to tango. If I get you, I they like. I go make you be my wife. We go travel around the world, cause my baby, you be fly. Your ex be past tense, all you tell you be lie. Can't make I show you the life. R2Bs with X. And before that, La Meme Gang with Reveal. Two of the Ghanaian acts slated to perform on the Afropop stage at this year's cancelled, unfortunately, South by Southwest Festival. Benning, oh, are you there? Yeah, yeah, I'm still here, Georgia, sheltering in the catacombs of the Afropop archive. Oh, yeah? And finding anything interesting? Oh, man, so much. It's incredible. You know, George, we were really psyched to present the Roots or Racine band Ram from Haiti at our showcase, right? Sure, that's the band led by our good buddy, Richard Morse. 
Yeah, exactly. Well, I spent part of the past week digitizing Sean Barlow's complete recordings from the Bouillon Racine Festival in Port-au-Prince in 1995, including this recording of a very young Ram performing a song called Love Isn't Easy from their very first album, Ai Bobo. Basically, the musicians in Ram are starting to uh, know each other a whole lot better. I mean, we rehearse a lot, we do a lot of gigs. Uh, the music that we're doing has never been done before. So it's not like you can get some old records and hear how the masters did it. So we're kind of uh, ad-libbing as we go along, and every once in a while we find a tremendous groove and we work it. We work it with the audience, so it's a process, but well worth it. That's Richard Morse. Yeah, it sure is. 25 years ago. Of course, when I reached him at the Hotel Olufsen in Haiti recently, he wasn't quite so upbeat. It's tough. It's tough, but I don't want to see it as a personal thing because it's so tough for the city of Austin. It's so tough for the economy. It's so tough on everybody. First of all, I got to tell you, Haiti's been in a lockdown for a year and a half. So I find it odd that the rest of the world decided to follow suit. Our lockdown is different. Our lockdown has to do with people upset at the uh, government and they want change. And so the streets have been blocked and barricades and you hear a lot of shooting. It's, you know, on and off, complete lockdown, no schools, no businesses, no banks to what I call lulls, occasional releasing the tension kind of thing. Since July 2018, the country every couple of months will close down completely for sometimes a week, sometimes a month, sometimes two months. I don't know if while I'm talking you can hear the gunfire. My goodness, and we thought we had it bad. Yeah, George, it's really been quite a year for these guys. We did a tour in October 2019. I left on the 1st of October and my driver had to take a circuitous route to get to the airport because every time he saw a barricade, he would turn until finally we got to the airport. It was difficult enough that I was wondering if the band would make it out the next day. We did our tour, but while we were on the road, we were keeping in touch with what was going on in Haiti. And between the repression and the street barricades and the shootings and all that, when it was time to end the tour, we decided it was best if we didn't go back. A group of people at the Preservation Hall Jazz Foundation in New Orleans hooked us up in North Carolina with the Lake Eden Arts people. And they put us up for a couple of weeks. 
you know, people, mattresses on the floor and all that kind of stuff. And during the day, we would rehearse, work on our carnival song. We would go to school workshops, teach kids about Haitian drumming. That was truly wonderful to see elementary school students in North Carolina learning about Haitian culture. Richard told me that RAM was also hosted by friends in Maine, New Orleans, and they spent most of December in Lafayette, Louisiana, hosted by that city's legendary Festival International de Louisiane. Which, by the way, has also been canceled for 2020 due to coronavirus, unfortunately, unfortunately. But it sounds like the Roots Music Network really came through for these guys. Unbelievable, unbelievable, because there's 10 of us. It's not like, you know, we're a quartet or something. There's finding food, eating, sleeping, you know, brings tears to your eyes. George, when I spoke to Richard Morse in mid-March, there were as yet no cases of coronavirus identified in Haiti. That has now changed. But at the time, it felt like mercy to Richard after all the disasters Haiti has suffered. You know, every time a hurricane passes us by, there's a joke that says, God looked down and said, oh, I've been there already. So they're saying that it has hit the Dominican Republic. And so tonight at midnight, the border between the Dominican Republic and Haiti is supposed to close down. As of this broadcast, the COVID-19 virus has arrived in Haiti. But even if the outbreak is kept under control there, Haitians are highly dependent on remittances sent by relatives in the US and elsewhere. So there's really no escaping this global crisis.
Ram with Madeve O. An annual ritual for Ram and for many Haitian bands is to create a carnival song. And it's a tradition Richard Moore takes very seriously. My job as an artist, as a musician, is to put out a carnival song. And that is just like uh, a State of the Union address. Uh, we didn't use a carnival rhythm this year. I did an estimate that we've done about 28 carnival songs since we've been in existence. And the carnival song this year, I decided to do it on a Congo rhythm. Carnival songs are usually done with Rabodai, which is a Native American rhythm that was here in Haiti. And they're usually done in Petro. Petro or Petuo. That's a family of Vodun spirit with associated drums and rhythms. Very aggressive rhythms. <laughs> the Congo rhythm is a lada, comes from Africa. Haiti has two major rhythm families. The African ones that we came over with on the slave ships, and then the ones that were developed here in Haiti when the ancestors mixed with the indigenous people. And we decided to do one in Congo. And it's funny because the first song that we sang talked about I nearly starved to death. I was out in the ocean for a year and six months with no food and no water and I nearly starved to death, which is a traditional song. I just thought that that had the concept of survival. I mean, that just sounds impossible. And when you consider what we've been going through in Haiti for a year and six months, we're about to hit the corona lockdown, but we've been doing this political lockdown. So I just thought that that would be an interesting message to put out, that survival is possible even when it seems impossible. Well, let's hear it. Ram with Congo Lazil.
Haiti, that's Ram with their carnival song for the year 2020. And as Richard told Banning, well, they broke the rules on this one, starting the song with an African Congo rhythm. The drummers thought Richard's lost his mind. He's doing a Congo <laughs> rhythm in the carnival. And <laughs> I get involved with Rich. <laughs> but they stuck with it. <laughs> but they stuck with it and then and then it ended up enjoying it very much. However, there was one problem. Carnival didn't happen. Not having carnival is like, how can I compare it? It's like not having Christmas, the Super Bowl, the World Series, the Miss America pageant, and Halloween all mixed into one. Well, we sincerely hope for better luck next year and not just for Haiti. Coming up, more artists on our virtual South by Southwest showcase, including the return of South Africa's Black Jacks. Don't forget to visit afropop.org to check out our new feature, Quarantunes. Daily concerts you can enjoy from the comfort of your home. I'm Georges Collinet, and you're listening to Afropop Worldwide from PRX. another artist we were eager to meet at our Austin showcase. Newza comes from the Cabo Verde Islands, but in particular, Fojo, a spectacularly beautiful island surrounding an imposing black volcano, still active by the way. Let's hear the title track from her 2018 release, Badia Gifojo. Mama frabami, Thank you. 
Fresh voice from Cabo Verde, Nusa with Baja Chifo. Eu não acho normal, não consigo dormir. E penso na família que me viu partir. Hey, Benning, we did have a lot of women on the bill for South by Southwest, didn't we? Yeah, we sure did. And while we're on the Lucifone Trail, I reached the singer Blaya by Skype once again in a small town in Portugal. Her concerts were all cancelled, but she was at home with her two-year-old baby in her arms. Yeah, I'm sorry for that, but... She wants to talk. Not a problem. She was still able to tell us a bit of her story. I was born in Brazil, but I came to Portugal with two months I was a baby, you know. Uh, my father was a football player, a soccer player in Brazil. And in Portugal, some team called him, so he came. And then I came with my mom. Blaya started singing and rapping at the age of 14. I was from Alentejo. It's like the interior of Portugal. And nothing was there. Like the female hip-hop was too... Um, Weak. The men, they, they had the power of hip-hop here in Portugal. So I, so I tried uh, dance. And I was doing music and dance and teaching and doing some concerts, like a really underground concerts. And in 2008, uh, I started singing and dancing with Buraca San Sistema. Sistema. There's a hot group for you. Kind of a Portuguese fusion of techno, zouk, and kuduro. Blaya spent eight years with that band. In 2017, I did my album. So it's a really quick story, you know. <laughs> I don't have drama in my life. In the, in the end of 2017, I started my new album that was released last year. And the title of that debut album is Blaya con Dios. This first album was kind of searching for who I am. Because I really like a lot of things. Like Africa, Portugal, England, Colombia, Mexico. So I have that vibe, the Buraca vibe. But I have the Brazilian vibe too. 
and I have the hip-hop vibe. I asked Blaya about a more recent video she made for a song called Beber. Beber means drink. I was in a session and I was like kind of tired of writing songs about dancing and booty and blah, 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 blah. Okay, I want to write something different. That song, Beber, it's like a girl that really enjoyed to drink alcohol and she really wanted to stop, but she can't do it. And one day, She's drinking and she goes out and she has a, a car accident and she dies. So sad story. Yes, I know. That's why in the video clip I'm smiling and I'm drinking and then at the end I'm crying. I really wanted to show like two parts of the drinking thing. You can have fun, but if you drink a lot, you can have problems. So it's a sad lyric, but with a happy beat. Eu vou contar uma história pra você De uma menina que não para de beber Sete dias por semana preparada pra viver Toda noite é a noite preferida pra esquecer Oh, oh, oh mina sorridente, tanto fria como quente Sua cabeça tá tão cheia de cachaça e água dente Pode ser noção sogado, não importa tudo Cautionary tale about drinking. Blaya would have been something else at the showcase, I tell you. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt, man. But you know, George, with all the expenses and complications of international travel these days, it's really not easy for artists to get to South by Southwest from far off places, even under the best of circumstances. Blaya actually thought about coming alone and using backing tracks, but she decided against it. The plan was to come in force. We band, drums, guitar, two dancers, and me. I really wanted to show what I do here in Portugal. Everything together, we are Blaya. Blaya is not only me, but it's a team. Blaya says one song from her album seems especially appropriate to the difficult time we're all facing with this virus. The song is Bem Firme. You can handle that. You can handle everything. So it's a really good vibe song. Everything can happen to you. You don't need to pay attention on that. Just live your life. Keep it up. You're gonna do it. Eu estou bem firme, 
sei bem porque lutei Sei de onde vim, para onde foi o que serei Passo a passo, sem medo, estou na luz Tudo é incerto e o que é certo me conduz Natural na moral, não há ninguém igual Minha vida é só minha e por é que vida ela dura Me passa ela fura eu jingo, me xingam, me sinto e minto no limbo Não fico sentada à espera desse tiro Eu estou bem firme e sei bem porque lutei Sei de onde vim, para onde foi o que serei Passo a passo, sem medo, estou na luz Tudo é incerto e o que é certo me conduz Mantenha a tua vida na tua palma E quando eles falarem deixa falar Deixa pra lá Baby vai com calma Mantenha a tua vida na tua palma E quando eles falarem deixa falar Deixa pra lá Faz, faz, faz o que quiseres Não olhes para trás Línguas há muitas Só tu sabes que és capaz Fala nas calmas Relaxa, encaixa Esquece os problemas Sai dessa caixa Eu estou bem firme E sei bem porque lutei Sei de onde vim Para onde foi o que serei Passo a passo Sem medo estou na luz Tudo é incerto E o que é certo me conduz Baby, vai com calma Mantenha a tua vida na tua palma eles falarem, deixa falar Deixa pra lá Baby, vai com calma Mantenha a tua vida na tua palma E quando eles falarem, deixa falar Deixa pra lá That's Blaya, a woman who says she's accustomed to dealing with life's uncertainties. For the time being, she and her team are laying low. But she can't help imagining what it's going to feel like when this pandemic is over. In a couple of months, people will want a lot of concerts and a lot of parties. So I think we're going to do it well after this. Well, I hope so. So thank you, Blaya. You are amazing and take care of that baby. One group we were especially excited about presenting at South by Southwest is the cutting-edge progressive rock band from South Africa, Black Jacks. Long-time listeners may recall their debut album After Robots, which came out well in 2008. Wow. It's been a long wait for a follow-up, but it's done. And the band was all set to unveil the new music at South by Southwest. Banning reached guitarist Mpumelelo Mkata in South Africa and got this story. I am now in Bramfontein, Johannesburg, in the, my apartment about 10 stories high in the middle of the city. Before this interview, George, I watched the video interview we did with Blackjacks back in 2008. 
and I noticed that we'd never asked where the band's name came from. It's funny because apparently this is the worst question to ask a band, but because we're so back to front, it's actually one of our favorites. What happened was we just had like a bunch of names that we wrote on a list, and there was just something about Blackjacks. In many ways, it was the one we liked the least, but it got a rise, it got a reaction, it just rolled off the tongue, you know, people like to say it, you know, Blackjacks. And then after the fact, meanings started to come out. It had the most interesting possibilities. For example, in the apartheid era in South Africa, black policemen were called blackjacks. And in some parts, those black policemen were the ones that could alert the anti-apartheid movement guys as to what the movements of the police would be. Also, you know, when you think about racial segregation in South Africa and this idea of like rock and roll apparently being white music and us being seen to play the white devil's music and like what are we doing and then you think about this name blackjacks in that context you know it was really like wow it's quite provocative if you will then apparently the beatles were called blackjacks before they became the beatles and then uh, the other one was i believe the black navy seals during world war one also had this nickname the blackjacks but the closest one to our hearts is there's a weed that grows in kind of the bush in Southern Africa. It has these black CD thorns. They kind of stick to your pants. Those are blackjacks as well. And when you come home, your parents would be like, where the hell have you been? Da, 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 da. And they could tell you've been like deep in the bushes, you know, doing stuff, you know, passing through unkempt land. So that's the one that we love the most. when the Blackjacks first came to the U.S. and to South by Southwest, they were riding a sudden wave of critical acclaim for their debut album, After Robots. It was a really heady time. I mean, you know, when we arrived in the States, we were by chance on the cover of the Fader magazine. And uh, we came over to play the launch party. And, you know, it was just a madhouse from there because right after that we played... SXSW at their Fader Fort 2008, where we met, you know, Pharrell Williams and Lou Reed. And, and so when you, I think, arrive in the so-called promised land for a musician coming all the way from South Africa, it was like, wow, we'd stepped into the other side, you know? And it was hard to hang on and hold on. When I look back on it, it feels like we went from our rehearsal room to like, Irving Plaza. There was like nothing in between. Irving Plaza being, of course, a premier New York City rock club. A far cry from these guys' Joburg rehearsal space. It really was that Fader article written by Eddie Houghton that 
set up this whole sequence of events. Eddie writes them a paragraph or two. They say, yeah, we're going with that story. Next thing we know, there we are. We're on the cover of FEDA, we're flying to the States. That was how we got to SXSW the first time, which has now been cancelled <laughs> because of this coronavirus thing. And it would have been full circle for us because it's, it's our second album. We haven't done anything since our first trip to SXSW, you know? This was quite a big hit, you know? I mean, 10 years of trying to get the rocket ship off the ground, and when we eventually do, you know, it's like, no? Like, what do you mean, no? You know, so we're bummed, we're bummed. Boomi said it took a long time to create again because, as he put it, we went too far and saw too much. The band had a struggle to put aside all these industry concerns and get back to the pure art of making music for themselves. So we resorted to playing live for all this time. So we've been active, doing a lot of really cool shows, traveling here and there, not really touring, but like going overseas every now and again. And I think the process began when Linda, our lead singer, you know, the music started to change and he wandered off. I guess under the weight of these pressures, he just stopped showing up to rehearsal, stopped showing up to shows. So we became a three-piece classic blackjacks no conversation about it we just keep going you know improvise the band gigged with various guests sitting in including a brass section they eventually settled on a new fourth member Debo Gossetti on trumpet the new album is called Abantu Before Humans as you can probably hear, the songs run together in a seamless flow, moving through styles and moods without a pause. We are really children of the good old prog rock <laughs> album. And I mean, by that I include works like Bitches Brew by Miles. So the way the album plays, putting the, the songs in that order and having all the tracks overlap was a way to bring the audience in just to help people come closer to what we're doing because um, there isn't a lot of the type of thing we're doing. Even within the realm or genre, we are a niche within a niche within a niche within a niche within a kaleidoscopic <laughs> enigma. Hmm, that's a hell of a marketing pitch. Let's hear some more.
Blackjacks from their as yet unreleased new album, Abantu Before Humans. Abantu Before Humans, this second LP is actually a prequel to After Robots. So the first album is the second in the trilogy. <laughs> Abantu means people. And the idea is basically talking about humankind and the direction in which we are moving. Humans in the physical, human spirituality, technology, you know, AI. After Robots is a bit post-apocalyptic. Before Humans is reaching to a space where nothing has begun. The pre-kind of Big Bang space. George, at the end of our interview, I asked Mpumi how the band was dealing with the pandemic crisis. He was keen to get back to his wife in France, but the other guys seem to be getting on with life. I hope we get through this moment. I feel like we will, but I don't think we can go on doing things the way we do them and expect no consequences and repercussions. We're living in nature, you know? And even the way we treat each other as people, the systems themselves, the fact that people don't have a basic income, a social security. Like, I don't understand why that concept is so controversial. It's like the main human right should be the right to not be poor. None of us are born by consent. We all arrive here thinking, what the hell, and we cry our lungs out. Bro, I didn't ask to be here, <laughs> you know? For Afropop Worldwide comes from the National Endowment for the Arts, which believes a great nation deserves great art. And PRX affiliates stations around the U.S. And now, more than ever, thank you for supporting your public radio station. We leave you with music from another South African artist we had hoped to present at South by Southwest. Moonchild Sanelli. Thanks to Todd Puckheber and all the good people at South by Southwest. We're praying for a renaissance next year. And thanks to the artists who spoke with us for this program. Hey, Banning, thank you for co-hosting from the Afropop Archive. You can come out now, okay? Visit afropop.org to while away your sheltering hours, especially with our new Quarantunes feature. Live concerts you can enjoy from the comfort of your home. You can also find us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at AfropopWW. My Afropop partner is Sean Barlow. Sean produces our program for World Music Productions. Research and production for this program by Banning Air. Before I leave you, I have the sad duty to report more passings in our Afropop world. First, my friend and countryman, 
the great Manu Dibongo, who died from the coronavirus on March 24. We will soon air a tribute that you won't want to miss. Then the king of the Calabash and longtime sideman to Ali Farkatouré, Ama Sangari. Ama died on March 29 when the vehicle he was traveling in struck an IED outside of Nyafunke. He was returning to Bamako after voting in the recent Malian elections. And finally, an intrepid journalist and longtime contributor to our website, Bastian Springer, who died on March 28 after a short illness. All of these fine men will be sorely missed, but we carry on. And from everyone at Afropop Worldwide, to all listeners, we can't say enough, stay safe and look after one another. Join us next week for another edition of Afropop Worldwide. Our chief audio engineer is Michael Jones. This program was mixed at Studio 44 in Brooklyn. Benning Air and C.C. Smith edit our website, afropop.org. Our director of new media is Ben Richmond, and I'm Georges Collinet.